You are now tuned into The Chameleon Show. Please be advised. Topic discretion is an individual choice. yesterday sometimes it even feels like a dream I was in the living room ironing my clothes to get ready for work um for the next day it was like 11 o'clock at night and um I was watching the news Antoine was sitting down watching tv and I get a phone call and I answer and it's this woman on my line, and she's literally screaming, Tamika, Tamika, they killed our baby daddy. And I'm like, huh? I couldn't, it didn't register. So I jumped up, and I said, where are you at, where are you at? And she tells me, you know, we down here by his grandmother's house. So get on my clothes well actually it was in November so I had on some shorts a t-shirt I grabbed my first down coat <laughs> and I told Twan I had to go and I ran out the house with some gym shoes some shorts and a shirt on because somebody had just called me and told me that the father of my firstborn son have been shot. That was the worst day of my life. How do you tell your child that their father is dead? This is the crazy thing. I remember getting down there and uh, his his cousins and stuff was there. And I was just looking at his car. And I guess I was looking like a lunatic because I just stared. Like, what do you do? You know what I'm saying? And so his cousin, I remember just like walking up to me and putting his arms around me. And they, I'm like, where, where are they taking them? They said they rushed him to the hospital. So I'm like, okay. 
my car is parked <laughs> crazy, right? His cousin said, come on, cuz, get in a car with me. I didn't, I've never met this guy in my life. It could have been a person, you know, a, a foe and not a friend. You see what I'm saying? So I jumped in the car and I remember him playing Bone Thugs and Harmony Crossroads. And every time I hear that song, I think about Jeremy. Or every time I hear Mary J. Blige, you're my everything or everything, I think of Jeremy. And whenever I look at my eldest son, I think of Jeremy. When you lose a, a lost one, a loved one, you don't ever forget them. Nor does the pain ever stop. You just learn to deal with it. Right? And I know y'all wondering, like, Dag, Tamika, that's how you're going to start this post? Yeah. I'm going to start this episode with that. Because yesterday, I get on Facebook. And I find out that one of the coolest, sweetest guys, one of my childhood friends passed away suddenly. Like, suddenly. Like, who does that? And it rocked our entire community. And I, and I, and and what happens is it makes you, when somebody that is so good passes away, it, it makes you look at life completely different. He was young. Young, y'all. And then right before that, another childhood friend of mine died from cancer. And you sitting here and you and you looking at life and then you start questioning God. Like, wait a minute, Lord, why? Like, come on, man. I need I need to talk to you so you can let me understand or help me to understand why. My heart goes out to the families, to all the families that have lost someone, a loved one. It hurts like hell. But here's the truth. Time waits for no one. Live your best life today. Let go of grudges. Learn to love. And if and, and the most important thing is to develop a relationship with a greater power, God. I remember when we was, um, oh, Lord, I don't want to cry. <sighs> I remember when um, we went to the hospital for Jay, right? And um, 
it was a bunch of young, it, it was, I mean, he was young. He was 25 years old. So it was a bunch of us young people in the hospital with him. I mean, in there, and they put us, they took some of his cousins and me into the, into this room. And the doctor came in and I remember him saying, I remember him saying like, um, we're going to, uh, you know, he's in pretty bad shape, but I'm going to tell y'all, this is what I would advise you to do. And the, and the guy, he looked around. And he looked at us all and he said, I would advise you all to pray. And not now one of us knew how to pray. And, um, uh, you know how everybody, you know, when you when someone dies, you have some regret. And one of my regrets was that um, I felt bad. I felt like it was my fault. I always carried that around. I I haven't ever told anybody this, but I always felt it was my fault that um, my son's father had died because I didn't know how to pray. Because I didn't know how to beg beg God to just spare his life and 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 give him back. And stuff. So after that, after that tragedy, after my foundation was rocked, I went and I called his, uh, I remember calling his grandmother. Let me, hold on, let me slow, slow down. I remember calling his grandmother and telling her, like, well, you got to pray, you know, like they said, and his mother, his mother, his family, and his grandmother, they some praying women. When I tell you, now, when I'm going through something, I call Mama Ness. Hey, Mama Ness, I need you. And that woman would start praying like nobody's business. And um, I didn't know how to do that. I didn't have a relationship with, with God at that time. You know, I had one as a child, but not as an adult because I had wandered away. So after Jeremy had passed and stuff. I started going back to church and, uh, and, uh, developed a relationship with God myself. And I'm telling you all this because there is things in our life that we can't control, even though we want to. And death is not something that we can control. And it's going to feel like hell going through it. I remember, um, not eating and I and I, I did not know that I had not been eating. And all of a sudden I started having these pains in my stomach. I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, why does this hurt so bad? And uh Twine was like, Tamika, you haven't eaten in days. And I'm like, Yes, I have, but I couldn't even remember eating. And then no, the hardest part of it all was telling my son that his father was gone he was supposed to meet his dad that day his dad was gonna pick him up from school and take him to go get some long johns he had literally just spoken to his father five minutes before he died and it still hurts 
like it was just yesterday. So, listen, my point, why I'm sharing this, is because, y'all, there's some things we just can't control, and that's time, and that's death. Death is the inevitable, and we can blame God for it, we can blame Adam and Eve for it. But the reality of it is, is doing each day, we have choice and choices, choices that we can make. We decide how today or our last breath is going to be. It could either be angry, it could be peaceful and loving. And when I say we have a choice, what I mean by that is how you live your today, your right now is your choice. I can sit here and tell you the same thing that everybody else is saying. Call your loved one. Tell them you love them. But shouldn't we already be doing that? We think we are invisible, but we're not. My heart goes out to the will, um, to uh, Melvin's family. My, my heart goes out to Sean. And his mother. To Roland Ridge. To um, the people at Withrow High School. To the Everston family. To everybody that knew him. And that is on Facebook. And y'all just just as dumbfounded as me. My heart goes out to you all. It does. To the Faye. And everybody that knows. Kawana and her family. Gone too soon, y'all. At least that's how we see it. We see it as though they're gone too soon. We need to do better. We need a relationship with God because once the doctors can't fix it, the only person that can is God. And I ain't telling you something that I think I know. I'm telling you what I know. 